0: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like, (laughs) you yell back at your radio. What What are you
3: talking about? What
2: the
1: hell? He
3: gets so angry.
2: You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at
4: milwaukeeadmirals.com. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Still alive. Still alive. That's right. They uh, won their last game uh, on Wednesday and now have a game four coming up tomorrow Night against the hated Chicago Wolves. Milwaukee Panther Arena for that one. Tickets at MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Get your tickets for tomorrow night. Listen here. It's a Friday night heading into Memorial Day weekend. Y'all don't work on Monday, most of you. Most of y'all don't work on Saturday and Sunday either. So if you're looking for affordable family fun to entertain the kids on a Friday night, this is it at Milwaukee Panther Arena with Playoff hockey. Uh, We'll get more into that with John Greenberg coming up here in about one-half hour from right now. Also, Dave Coleman uh, for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is at the Indianapolis 500. It's media day today. He'll join us coming up in about 15 minutes or so. But first, Leroy Butler is still here uh, because Leroy Butler earlier mentioned where he was going to be, but left out some details. So Leroy yeah. Butler is back to add in all the details necessary because Adam's yeah. been fielding calls since he's yeah. been on, trying to explain to everybody the details of Leroy. So I said, Leroy, why don't you just stick around, do two minutes, and tell everybody. So, all right, where are you going to be Memorial Day weekend?
3: Well, tomorrow I'll be at the Pick and Save in West Dallas. This is one of my favorite stores. Uh, so I'll be there at 6760 West National Avenue. So you have –
4: you have favorites? Yeah, the one with me you and my favorite. Oak Creek.
3: Yeah, I know everybody there. Oh, that's why it's your favorite. The meat department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. know yeah, what yeah. I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know all the, the neighbors, all the people that live in the Oak Creek, St. Francis sure. area. It's like your Speedway that you go yeah. to. Yeah. I also got one in um, Kenosha, but it's two in Kenosha. I get confused. It's one of my favorites, but... And I love the metro markets, too. I love them all, but the one in Shorewood downtown. I
4: like, figured these picket teams would be like your kids, yeah. where, like, you don't have a favorite. But you would openly are, say you have a favorite kid, so. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I, I tell the other kids, work harder. You can be my favorite. <laughs> just do what I ask you to do, Work we'll harder. Yeah, if you're going to be a knucklehead, you can't oh be my, my favorite. You, you just can't. You, like, my son does everything. He's pro-daddy. And my uh, youngest, second-to-youngest daughter, Platinum. The other ones, eh, I hope somebody come marry him today. Oh my God! Get them off.
4: All right, so that's where you're going to be coming up this yes, weekend.
3: Yes, yes, very, very important because I'm I'm promoting my, of course, Lee vodka. You can get your bottles signed. Yeah, and I'm I have my uh, brats. You have four different flavors. Uh, I'm I let people taste them, and because uh, they're selling very well too, and I appreciate that. I think we got them in 106 stores, Metro Markets, and um, pick a, You know what? That's very good. That we you can also get them delivered. Um, pick and say well, $35 or more. Uh they'll deliver them to you. You can just pick your groceries and just put in can you bring me some of the brats? So if you can't get out, you know, and this is brat season too. So it
4: is broad season, girl outside. Yeah, it's gonna man. be warm, be yes. a kind of hot. I think at the high on Monday, it's supposed to be eighty eight yeah. on Memorial Day.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's gonna be That's hot gonna be this nice. weekend. That's gonna be nice. Yeah, it's gonna be hot. Uh Giannis uh made TMZ. Look at here. Giannis was uh, out eating in L. A.
3: Yeah,
4: uh, and uh, let out a shish. This city is not for me. Expensive, expensive.
3: Oh, stop, Giannis. E-
4: yeah, you got the audio of that. Ar, okay, here we go. A- Ar is going to super max. going to play Giannis here. Go ahead, Ar. This should be good.
3: <laughs> I was about to say some. Oh, you can say crazy. <laughs> How was dinner, Giannis? It
2: was uh, incredible. Incredible. Was expensive, not for me. This is not for
3: Come game. on, man, you make a lot of money.
5: <laughs>
2: hey, but
3: nothing can be expensive when you're enjoying with your family. That's right.
5: Uh, yes,
2: yes. Right? There's no price
3: in that. On, no price in that, yes?
2: Yeah? Except if it it's uh. No. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Thank you, Janis. God bless you, man. See, we don't have that in Wisconsin. You see, that's why. Paparazzi? You're he's not right, no paparazzi. Right. That's why Wisconsin's amazing.
4: Yeah, he, he can go anywhere he wants and walk out, not no cameras, Perfect. none of that stuff.
3: People are so nice. Hey, Yonas, how's it going?
4: Should people get upset when they see rich people complain about stuff being too expensive? But he said it as a joke, though. No, that's I don't different. think. I, no, I don't. No, I don't.
3: Oh, no. Everything he's been doing is a, that's why people like him. Expensive, expensive. He's expenses, not for. Everybody. I think he's right. It's I aggressive. think it's true. But whether you LA's not for everybody. Exactly, but whether you like it or not, gas prices has always been higher in California. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yes. everything is higher there. So, yes. you know, most politicians are going to use that because they don't like one side. But for a guy that makes a lot of money, I think it's funny when he says that. I think, I remember, uh, I think Kenny Clark tweeted something about gas prices and people just went off on him.
4: Yes, he yeah. did.
3: Yeah. yeah. He but he was wasn't there. the
4: only athlete tweeting about it. There oh, were no, other no. athletes tweeting about the gas prices too.
3: Billionaires complain about it. Yes. But they have an agenda because they don't... Everything the, f- the former president did, Democrats said he didn't do it right. He, oh, he's terrible. Now with Joe Biden, all of, he didn't do it right. So you put all that to the side, prices going, oh, inflation. So when people hear people that can afford it, they just give you a side eye. like, dude, like. You got millions of dollars. You can afford it. That's, don't
4: even tweet that. I, I know you gotta go, so I'll let you go. But th- but that's 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 the one a normal thing guy for me. Ain't
3: tweet but that. this is the one
4: thing that I, that blows my mind sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You have a. You don't have to stay. You can leave if you want. No, but go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. When you have a Giannis yeah. or a Michael, uh Shaq, Charles yeah. Barkley, right? And these dudes come rolling into a restaurant. Let's say, right. Yeah. Sit down, have a nice meal, whatever the case yeah. may be. And you got a dude. Don't make anywhere near the amount of money that these yeah. dudes do. Call them go, dude, I got you. I'll buy you dinner. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, man, I got you. Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis said that going on all last year. He might still have it going on in Milwaukee. where No matter he where sure? he goes, he said, yeah. I can't pay for anything. Like, dudes That's are great. always buying me stuff. That's great. But if you sit back and you think about it, that doesn't make any sense.
3: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
4: You don't have nearly as much money as him. And yet, here you are paying for his meal when, in reality, he could pay for everybody's meal. Probably in the restaurant and if he wanted to. He does,
3: to. and we don't even talk about it. Could I've been playing that Bobby paid for everybody? He's a very giving guy. No, no, I'm not, this wasn't just but about know, Bobby but Portis, fans, but just in general. No, but I'm just saying, athletes get stuff
4: paid for more, yeah, actors and actresses, absolutely, right? Absolutely, from fans that yeah. love them so much. Oh,
3: let me buy this for you. Let me buy that for you. Nice. Why
6: do you nice. think I got you Wendy's the other day?
3: See? You asked for the money back, dude. I gave that's, you $10. That's fair. That's fair. That's but it's fair. radio. Yeah. You didn't have to say that part. It would have been funny. Oh, we, we, yeah, we, we talked to about it? Because he was going to take it to pay for his girl's haircut
4: that she gave him. That was different That was
3: a $10. That was different fans listening. It's a new, it's a new day. But I, I think most people should pay for other people's food if you can afford it. It's just been a nice gesture. I don't mind. In fact, yeah. paying forward.
4: I was in a drive through the other day. Yeah. Somebody bought our food. See? Very cool. So we pull up. Kay goes, okay, let's pay for the person
3: behind us. Depends. What if it's bill $52? Didn't care. They got a carload of kids. Right. So (laughs) we we ended up, how did that work?
4: Oh, we forgot something, I think. And I I think we added a, was it? We had a frosty or a fry or I don't know what we added. I, got you, I But got we you. added something because we forgot we had to, to wait order a little bit. It. Right. So I said, hey, can I add a fry to it? Because it a yeah, fine. So boom. So she runs a card. So then I go, and I'd like to pay for the, the one yeah, behind. That's
3: very nice of you.
4: But then it was, uh, we already ran your card once, we can't run your card twice, back to back transactions. Really? It's not a lot. So that took care of that. But mm-hmm. I learned my lesson, I'll never do that again. But yeah, yeah, so if you're gonna do it in a lot of these fast food places, I guess, you can't run the same card twice.
3: Your bank may shut it down because they think it's fraud.
4: That's maybe maybe it. that's why it is. Yeah, I don't so, know. So I'm yeah.
6: confused then. How did the person in front of you pay for yours if they couldn't run well, the Because paid,
4: they put it on one bill. He, put it on one, he did it oh. one time. So before he paid his bill, he yeah. then said to pay my bill. Okay. So he said, so they just added them both up and they swiped once and he paid or she paid whoever was in front of us and went. Yep. Right? So, if you're going to do that, word of advice, make sure you he do it, it all at once. Out. You
3: had it organically. Hey, I'll just pay the guy. Right. He's waiting. That's, but it's still very, very nice. Yeah. But that the does happen. You're right. Us to get along. Yeah. If most people would pay for other people's stuff, whether you got it or not, it just makes the world a lot more nicer. We won't be able to change America. We won't. The kids who are six, seven, eight, nine years old. They're gonna change. Can I the take world. a quick time out? They're gonna change the world. We're too old, stuck in our ways.
4: I so. I, I would take a quick timeout. Yes. You have changed the world. Changed no, people. I try. You have. I try. Y- you have. Not all of The anti-bullying stuff that you two do, I do that's that's making impressions. Yes. That's changing people's yes. lives. Except what I'm doing to Gary Ellison. Right. That's now, different. me, I, I don't I don't do any of that stuff. But <laughs> you you are changing people's lives, right?
6: Yeah, yeah. others him.
4: are, like, driving in their car. Whatever he, that guy says, you don't listen to him, okay, Joey? Yes, Mom. <laughs> but Sparky just, I don't care what he said. Don't listen to him. Okay, Mom. Yeah, Take that's what happens off. to me, right? You, oh, it's Leroy. Oh, oh, oh yeah, we love Leroy.
3: Whatever oh, man, Leroy man. says, we'll go with. i tell you, I yeah. like people lying to me. Yes, lie.
4: All right, we'll take a quick time. I'll yeah. come back. <laughs> Head down to Indianapolis. Indianapolis 500 this weekend. Dave Coleman is there. Got lots to talk to him about, including former NASCAR driver Jimmy Johnson driving an Indy car. What? We'll talk about that coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. The so broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios, offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakelandedu get started. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Admirals playoff hockey coming up tomorrow night, Game 4. Admirals took care of business, took out the Wolves last night at Panther Arena. Now they get a chance to even up the series in a best-of-five series against the Wolves. That's tomorrow night at Panther Arena. Get your tickets now at milwaukeeadmirals.com. President of the Admirals, John Greenberg, comes up here in about 15 minutes or so. Joining us now live from Indianapolis, home of the Indianapolis 500 on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. He is Dave Coleman, motorsports writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Dave, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It's been a long time, man. Used to do Sparky's file inspection with Summer and Steve Zaki. We'd talk all the time, and now <laughs> I hardly ever talk to you. I run into you everywhere, but I hardly ever get the chance to talk to you about uh, racing. Uh, okay, so... First things first, I want to get into the Jimmy Johnson thing because I think uh, as much as it may anger um, other race car drivers, I don't know if it does or not, but Jimmy Johnson's going to be part of the story here, obviously throughout the year for IndyCar um, as he transitions from uh, the Cup Series over to this. Uh, What are your thoughts on kind of how Jimmy Johnson has been so far?
5: Yeah, it's very impressive. I mean, certainly the road course experience last year was, beneficial to him but not real productive uh the results just weren't what they were kind of hoping for last year uh the, the oval thing though he's uh he's, he's got it i mean he's he's picked this up quickly which i guess shouldn't be a huge surprise granted the cars are different but the concepts are the same And it was really interesting um to hear oh my goodness now i'm going to blank on, on which driver said it this morning um Oh, uh, Scott Dixon talking about how in a, in a debrief there were actually concepts that Jimmy brought from NASCAR that affected their thinking on changes that they made on on the Indy cars here. Really? Help. Yeah, I know not that, That's exactly that was <laughs> that was that was my response. Like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, but I guess you know, in general, the concepts. Are still there. These cars are now heavier than they used to be. Maybe not. Not to say they're getting close, and not to say that you know, 205 miles an hour is the same as 245 miles an hour. (laughs) But uh, uh, it it is. It was interesting, to say the least. I think this this is showing that he is as as new as he is to IndyCar oval racing. The oval racing is uh, his experience there will will help him a lot, whereas, you know, yes, he had road racing experience. He'd run the 24 hours, and he'd run the, the NASCAR road races, but that was more of a uh, – that was a bigger jump for last year than, than this is for this year, for sure.
4: A couple of things. One, the the, the bodies on these cars are awful. I, I can't – I don't like them at all. I can't stand them. They're just – they look Awful, Dave. I, I don't know how to explain it, but they're just awful-looking cars compared to what we've seen them run for the last, I don't know, 20 or 30 years?
5: I Yeah, give me the like the 93, 94 kind of Raynard sort of era. I, those were really cool-looking cars. That said, I would um <laughs> as ugly as I find the Aero screen in there. Thank you. The, that sort of thing. Yes. Um, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather see a driver back here next year. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess I'll have to uh, (laughs) – I don't have to love it, but it's certainly – I don't have to love the aesthetics of it, but I'm really glad that that it's here, that sort of thing is here to to take better care of these guys.
4: Okay, so we talk about safety. Obviously, that's a big deal. I started looking at these lap times. We're talking about Scott Dixon – running 234 miles an hour. I mean, you can talk about safety all you want. You get touched at 234 miles. You're going for a ride. I mean,
5: but we were, we were here 20 years ago.
4: I know we were. 17
5: years ago. Whatever the, I, I'm losing all track of time. We were there wise 17 years ago. And well, that we're getting back there that we've gotten back there. Um, the safety of the cars is so much better. So, uh, people do get excited about the numbers. There's no question. I was kind of hoping that wasn't the case, but, uh, um, because I, it, it's not. What they do for qualifying is they get more boost than the turbocharger boost and it, it makes them go faster and the numbers are more impressive, but it really doesn't relate necessarily to, to what happens, you know, in a couple of days here. So, it, <laughs> It's a it's a kind of an awkward thing that way but um, the numbers grab your attention for sure so I think that that approach to it is 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 going gonna stay and for the most part I mean you know you talk about those speeds if you touch you know bad things are going to happen and that's absolutely the case but they're generally running 10 whatever off the top of my head ten what 10 12 miles an hour um, slower when they're actually running, with each other, so it's it's kind of a is a strange comparison, but uh, um, you know the numbers got people's attention for sure.
4: Yeah, numbers definitely got my attention. That's for sure. Uh, some of these oldies but goodies that are still out there racing Tony Kanan in the second row.
5: Pretty cool, huh? Um, definitely one of the uh, one of the most popular winners in, in my time and around this race. Uh, and yeah, I don't. There's <laughs> He's whatever, you know, deep into his 40s. He is um, no less bold than he was when he was deep into his 20s. So, I yeah, I mean, the whole, and the other, you know, the other thing about him is, you know, that Ganassi team is looking so strong right now. They got five cars, um, all of which are, are capable of, of being competitive. And, you know, he's, he certainly has the experience in the, the, um, the drive to do
4: it. I mean he's old, but then you got Castro Nevis and Juan Pablo Montoya still racing. Juan Pablo on the picture I'm looking at has gray hair. Is that real? He's got gray hair? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh absolutely. my god. It's
5: funny when you think back to the uh you know, the kid uh who showed up here, you know, uh was with Kanasti and I I believe he had a F one test deal at that time or development deal at that time and it was kind of was he kind of on loan? I forget. But I mean, he was just a kid and real shy and, uh, you know, uh, you know, just didn't have a lot to to say or, or was kind of, yeah, he was shy. And now he's, you know, one of the most outspoken guys there are plain spoken. He'll tell you anything that, uh, he's not afraid. He has opinions and isn't afraid to share them. And yeah, he's gray hair. He's got gray hair and he's racing in him. with his son, you know, so that's it's kind of a, kind of a fun thing. It is the sign of the times we're getting old.
4: I remember Juan Pablo when he made his journey over to the cup side and how big of a deal that was and us talking about that on Sparky's file inspection when he made that attempt. Another guy I remember talking about a lot and again look, I'll, I'll be honest with you, having interviewed a lot of these guys from back when they raced at the Milwaukee Mile and stuff. Certain guys I really got down with, others maybe I didn't like as much. Uh, Marco Andretti always had a, a kind of swagger and arrogance that I really didn't get down with one way or the other and I kind of feel like he never kind of lived up to the hype that was put on him because of his last name, Dave Coleman.
5: Absolutely, uh, there's no question. That was the, the the expectations were somewhere between high and ridiculous. Um, and no, it was definitely disappointing for the series, for American racing, and most of all, you know, for himself. I think um, talk about humility, I guess. But it was really interesting to see him last year as he stepped away from. Indy car racing is a regular thing, and said about I mean his his what he said last year was his goal was to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. He needed to try different things. He needed to put himself into situations that were unfamiliar. Um, he had a ton of fun in the in, in that SRX series driving those cars. It was just so completely different. I mean the same thing try you know try racing a midget on dirt. That's not that's something his grandfather would have done. But it's not not something guys of his generation traditionally have done. So it's it, it has been interesting to see him um, mature and just uh, change his perspective on things.
4: All right, give me a driver that maybe a lot of people don't know, Dave Coleman, that'll be in the Indianapolis 500, because I know there are people listening right now that don't watch IndyCar except for the Indianapolis 500 because it's tradition within their family and so forth. So give me one guy that people may not recognize or know uh, that that might be somebody that'll stand out.
5: Wow. Um
4: I mean, we went over part most of the old guys, right? Ed Carpenter's been around forever. I mean, Grosjean, F1, and now here. Will Power's been around. Takuma Sato's been around. We talked about J- Jimmy Johnson. Joseph Newgarden's been around. J.R. Hildenbrand. Uh, pagano has been around. Connor Daly, I remember when he was in his first year, so he's been there for a while. Uh, Rossi's been around for a while. Graham Rahal, I remember when he was young, he's been racing for a while. Uh, I mean, so there there are guys in here that probably people know still. A majority of the field would be my guess.
5: Oh yeah, but I I think you only have to look to the outside of of row one. Never heard um, of him. Yeah, exactly, Remus VK. Um, That's it, actually a shortened version of his of a, of a Dutch name that is you know he just gave up on trying to to get people to spell it right um, and, and adopted this uh, shortened version. Or you know, upon moving into IndyCar, but um, he just crushed it in the junior formulas racing with the Past Racing Services out of walk and uh, um, he's been strong. I mean, he he won last year here on the road course last year as a uh, as a rookie, and he's you know talent, just a ton of talent. Um, second year in the series, he's. Am I going to tell you he's going to win Louise? Not necessarily. But um, just a tremendously talented young driver who ideally will see for a lot of years. And, I mean, he's with, uh, he's with Carpenter at Carpenter Racing, and, and they're fast out here. So, um, you know, that's, that's a guy that, like you say, he's not, he's not one of those sort of familiar names that you, you remember from last year or three years ago or five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Um, but you probably should.
4: Who's your pick to win it?
5: Um, yeah, I know. Let's, let's let's go real far out on a limb and take the pole sitter, shall we? Scott um, Dixon? I mean, no doubt. Scott Dixon. Yeah. But you've how many times have I said that and been wrong? Yep. Right? I mean, there's a guy who's won six championships and won Indianapolis 500. He would definitely give up a couple of those championships for a couple more Indies. He'd trade you right now. They're not going to let him do that. So he's going to have to go out and uh, – he's going to have to go out and and, and you know win one or two of these before he's done. Dave, um, I've got one for you real quick.
4: I'm going to cut you off real quick cuz I got a couple minutes. Jimmy Johnson, if he wins this, I I don't think he will, but if he wins this, would it be good or bad for IndyCar that this dude rolls in and wins their race?
5: I think it would be good. Um, you know, you can say what you want about him being inexperienced in IndyCars. Um, he has one of the most um celebrated careers of the last several decades in racing, you know, anywhere. Um, it's just not, it's tremendous talent. And yeah, this, this disappointment is new, uh, but you know, he's, he's a well-known name um, with gobs of talent who's taken a, you know, he's who's shown him he's not afraid to push himself and try different things. And um, yeah, no, I, I think that would be really good if he could win this thing and if you ask people the six, seven guys, whatever they think are you know have a good have the best chance, he's in that group.
4: Hmm. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll find out. Follow Dave Coleman, motorsports reporter for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel at Dave Coleman. He is simply the best down at the Indianapolis 500 as we speak for Media Day today. Dave, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it.
5: My pleasure. Take
4: care. You betcha take care. There is Dave Coleman on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for home renovation loan as you feeling anxious, well, breathe. My Great Midwest Bank helped you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Coming up next, president of the Milwaukee Admirals, who are getting ready for a game four against the Chicago Wolves coming up tomorrow night at Milwaukee Panther Arena. He is John Greenberg. He is straight ahead.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan live from the Lakeland University Studios offering evening and online master's programs right now. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. That's lakeland.edu slash get started. Don't forget after the last pitch, you make the switch tonight to Tim Allen the franchise for the Gene Winder plumbing baseball post game show presented to you by Jim Danny's on South 27th street after Brewers and Cardinals get game one in tonight. Tim Allen uh, joined us earlier on the Big Show today. Katie Wu, who covers the Cardinals for the Athletics, she joined us as well. If you missed any of that stuff, go to BigShowNetwork.com, BigShowNetwork.com, or simply download that Odyssey app. So that's going on tonight. Tomorrow night, big goings on at Milwaukee Panther Arena. Joining us now is the president of the Milwaukee Admirals, John Greenberg. John, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it.
7: Absolutely, thank you Sparky.
4: You guys get a big 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 win after uh not so pretty games in Chicago in games 1 and 2. Admirals come back at a 4-2 win last night against the Wolves at Panther Arena.
7: Yeah, it was uh, it was a really good response by our group last night and uh you know, having uh, our fans in the building uh made a difference last night. You know, it's uh um uh, that home ice thing is a real thing and uh, you know, Chicago certainly controlled it while we were down there. They uh, they hammered us pretty good. Uh, came back here last night and uh, we played a really good, uh, really good hockey game. You know, we controlled the play for a good portion of the game and uh, uh, were opportunistic and made it happen. And it got uh, got a little nasty in the third period. So we'll see where that takes us uh, into Game Four. Uh, but uh, excited to have a Game Four on tomorrow night
4: nasty meaning uh chippy meaning physical meaning what
7: all of the above
4: (laughs) see and that's good when you have a rivalry rivalry and then you have a playoff series with your rival i think that kind of gets to be expected as you get deeper into series though right
7: yeah i i would agree and uh you know this uh, tomorrow night is going to be including a preseason game uh game number 19 uh this season against uh the wolves so you know that that Familiarity absolutely breeds contempt, and uh, uh, you know we're we're fighting for our lives here, and they're fighting to move on. So it's uh, you know it's really meaningful, high end, uh, you know, tense hockey, and it's uh, very emotional uh, on the ice, and it definitely uh, you know, the teams that can control their emotions and play their game are going to be the ones that get, uh, get the two points or get the win at the end of the night.
4: The great thing about hockey, unlike baseball, basketball, or football, if you get a penalty called and you go sit in that box, that means a power play for the other team. And that was huge for you guys last night.
7: It was two power play goals last night. that were huge. And, uh, yeah, every penalty is magnified. I mean, every time a guy goes in the penalty box, you just, you know, have to like, hold on for those two minutes. and Uh, Just uh, try and you know kill that penalty, and then get back to five on five. And with five on five, you see who's who's best. So you you don't want to give other teams uh, advantages. And when you get an advantage, you got to try and really uh, you know put a goal in to uh, really penalize, you know, double penalize uh, the other team for uh, you know doing something they shouldn't.
4: Okay, so you survive. You get to play game four now, coming up tomorrow night, 7 o'clock puck drop at Panther Arena. Uh, and what are fans in store for that go to that game?
7: Yeah, well, I think uh, uh, the start of the game is going to be very interesting to me uh, tomorrow night. We're going to see whether there's any carryover from uh, kind of the nastiness in the third period and right after the final buzzer uh, last night and see if uh, how that gets started and you know who's able to kind of control their uh, – the way their you know their play is going, and um, we needed another great crowd in the building. People were so loud and enthusiastic at that game last night that uh, it really does make a difference. And so, um, if you are looking for something to do tomorrow night and you want to see an intense, fun sporting event. Uh, for as low as 10 bucks, we are the place to be uh, at Panther Arena tomorrow night.
4: Again, affordable family fun. That's what I always say about the Milwaukee Admirals and what you can do. And there are really no excuses. It's a long weekend. Most of you, most people listening, don't have to work Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So you get an extended three days. It's the first night of the extended weekend. It's supposed to be nice. I don't believe it's supposed to be raining tomorrow night, maybe in the morning, but not at, at night tomorrow night. So, walking around downtown and going to the game isn't going to be an issue either. I, I just, to me, it's a no brainer at this point to go see this this Admirals Wolves game tomorrow.
7: I hope, yeah. Uh, I hope uh, people are listening to what you're saying because we agree with you 100%. And, uh, we have plenty of tickets available. So, uh, you know, buy them now. We're planning on buying them tomorrow. Uh, we'll have room for you, but uh, please uh, please come out and join us and, and help us with that home ice advantage because this, uh, this is the last home game of the series, and we'd like to propel it to a game five because uh, anything can happen in game five. So we want to get to that point, but uh, as we said to everybody here yesterday, we can't win three games in one night. We can just win one to get us to the next one. And it's the same message tomorrow. So let's talk about uh, we'll, that
4: game five real quick. So, game five would be Sunday, three in the afternoon in Chicago. So, for Admirals fans that want to go support the Admirals, when would those tickets go on sale if y'all win tomorrow night?
7: I would imagine that the Wolves would put those on sale immediately after the conclusion of the game. So, you got to hop on uh, the Wolves
4: website right away, then, probably, in order to yeah, get tickets.
5: Yep. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, because y'all are going to need some help down there, I think, based on the first two games. you guys going to need some yep. yelling and screaming and Admirals gear going on and the whole deal and uh, some support. So, again, $10. You can get in for $10 for a playoff game between the Admirals and the Wolves, uh, and you will have uh, the time of your life. Your kids will love it. You'll love it. Great date night thing, too. People don't think about it, but date nights, uh, great time to go to an Admirals game to do a date night. John, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it.
7: I appreciate it, Sparky. Thanks a lot.
4: You betcha. Take care. There he is, John Greenberg, president of the Milwaukee Admirals, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank hotline. Applying for home renovation loan? As you feeling anxious? Breathe. My Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Ar, you uh, you ever take a girl to a sporting event for a date? Oh yeah, you have plenty of that, times. Right? Mm-hmm. I would assume most people listening have done that. But I wonder if there's one more popular than the other. I like a tend, sport? or a team. Okay. I, I tend to feel like, maybe I'm wrong, I tend to feel like the Brewers are probably the most popular date thing to do because you can tailgate, you can play bags, you can do whatever you want before the game, have a couple of adult beverages if you want. Then you go into the game, it's warm, it's sunny, all of that. Like I just feel like of everything, of all the different teams, that probably is number one. And then after that, I have no idea because Packer tickets are almost impossible. So oh. I don't know really how po- you know, how probable that is. The Bucks are in the wintertime, and it's cold out and everything else. I don't know how probable that is. The Admirals, to me, make a lot of sense because, yeah, they play in the winter, but they're still playing here, and you're in the month of May at this point. And for the Bucs, to their credit, if they were still playing, you would finally get some beneficiaries. Beneficiary, warm weather coming up this weekend. Well, I'll tell you, Sparky,
6: hockey definitely would be number two. I have experience with this. This is back before I was dating uh, Dovey. This is back when I was in Lacrosse. I one of the first dates I ever took this girl on was to a Cooley Region Chill game. They played over at Green Island Ice Arena on the south side. And at the start, you know, she was kind of like, eh, eh, you know, hockey, right? And you know me at. Here at 1250, I have become the hockey Mr. Person. Hockey Guy Yeah, for, sure. for some sad reasons, but we're not going to talk about the Leafs. Uh, so, yeah, I took her to Green Island Ice Arena. And what I have always found, and we see it with the Admirals and their $10 playoff tickets, which, by the way, that is insane. Um, it is so affordable to go on a date at a hockey game yep. for whatever reason concessions at hockey games always seem to be minor league hockey games i don't know if i say the same about the nhl nhl is a pricey ticket yes yes i have never i have never once seen my leafs play anywhere and it's not because i don't want to it's because they drive a premium wherever they go and you ask i'm going to be going to canada in a few weeks when was the
4: last time they want something
6: Uh, yeah i don't need reminding so then why is it a premium
4: why are they a premium because it's the brand The brand is a losing brand. They haven't won anything in hundred years, fifty, whatever. I was being sarcastic. I know what you were doing. Yeah, but but again, it's not like they've won. Why would it be a premium ticket? Like if they'd won, like okay, they win a Stanley Cup every five or five years or so. Okay, they're they're known to be really good. Okay, you got to understand. Like think about the New York Yankees. They
6: haven't won a World Series in twelve years,
3: thirteen years, two
6: thousand nine. But that's the evil empire. That's the brand. The Maple Leafs, prior to this 55-year drought they've been on, they and Montreal were the brand. But most so of us weren't alive when
4: they were the brand. Well, Cleveland we Browns tickets are going for Yankees a lot. They wanted. haven't won anything in 55 years. Nobody pays to see the Cleveland Browns anymore. Stop. They're horrible. No way, no chance, no how. If you gave me the Browns against about anybody, I'd be like, that's cool. Enjoy. Have fun. I'm right. I have no interest in seeing the Cleveland Browns. All of this original six stuff and uh, original NFL teams and original baseball and all this, that's all hogwash. With all due respect, if Gary and Leroy were here, they'd be furious at me. I'm interested what Uh, Rami thinks about that, Mr. Cubs fan. Yes, I just think it's all hogwash. Listen, people want to see teams that are winning that are good. People want to see teams that have stars on them. Okay, maybe that... For instance, the Angels have sucked for years, but they got Mike Trout. So, people pay money to go see Mike Trout because they got a superstar. So, to me, it's about star players more than it's about what some team did in the 1950s or 60s. Like, I... It, it, there's just there's just no reason for me to go to say hey I saw this team that hasn't won a Stanley Cup in 50 years it's like I don't know tell I that just, to Montreal fans I don't get it. That, yeah you want to talk about a team that's about the
6: brand the Montreal Canadiens and their dedicated fan base are probably the equivalent to the Green Bay Packers here it's insane how obsessed with the canadiens montreal is now they don't have the expos anymore right but even when the expos were in town that is a red white and blue and not american red white and blue city it lives breathes and will die canadiens now i'm not going to be going to montreal i'm going to toronto and niagara vacation right correct so i'm not going to get to experience it but i'd love to someday because they are obsessed with their hockey team
4: and now, that's great I, I can dig that i'm just saying when these teams start traveling like, if the Maple Leafs come to Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. you know, like you're $200 t- a ticket. Uh, well, what is it normally, though? Not that much cheaper than that. See, that that's what I don't understand. Like, okay, Blackhawks, Red Wings, or Blackhawks, Penguins. If those two teams are good or have stars on them or whatever. Okay, fine. I kind of get that. That's kind of you know, rivalry or whatever else. There is there a rivalry between the Blackhawks and the Maple Leafs? I can't imagine. I mean, when the Blackhawks were crappy back in, what was it, 2005, I think it was, 2006, I went down there for a Blackhawks game. It was the deadest, boringest atmosphere I'd ever been a part of in my life. It was the first NHL game I ever went to. My original morning show producer, Dave Metcalf, Horny Dave, we call him on the air. He's like big Red Wings fan because he's from Michigan. He's back in lives back in Michigan now. So he's like, ah, oh, Sparky, I got to take an NHL game. You'll love it. Blah, 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 blah. I left that Blackhawks game and I literally said to him, I'd rather watch a million Admirals games consecutively than ever come back to one of these games ever again. Like, I have no interest. The Admirals is far more entertaining than going to watch that. Now, he said, well, both teams weren't really that good. The crowd really sucked, blah, 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 blah. Okay, maybe. So maybe if you took me or if we went to a Montreal Canadiens game in Montreal to be a part of that atmosphere, maybe you changed change my mind. But yeah, I was not impressed.
6: Yeah. And now Maple Leaf Gardens, that is an institution in itself. Now, that I would love, I'm going to go when we go to Toronto, I'm going to go walk by Maple Leaf Gardens because that is, I'm not going to put on the same level as Lambeau. I'm not going to say some wacky hot take like that because I just right. can't compare the two. But when it comes to hockey, Maple Leaf Gardens is an absolute iconic venue. Now, for what it's worth, I'm looking at ticket prices for these playoff games. Calgary and Edmonton, if they were to play game six, because the Oilers are up
4: 3-1, tickets uh, right now going as low as $212. Like I said, not a date night. Nuts. (laughs) Too expensive. He is Adam Roberts. Steve Sparky and with you. It's Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Rami Makhlouf is here. He did not leave for another vacation yet, so that's good. I will talk to him and find out what's coming up next on The Rami Show. All right. The guy I got a bone to pick with is here. Rami Makloff. The Rami Show, 3 o'clock. As many of you know that I listen to Sparky's Midday Mass when we do Crosstalk, talk, uh, he promotes Bart on his show on Tuesdays. Bart Winkler from the Bart Winkler Morning Show. And then Bart will promote Rami on his show on Thursday mornings yeah. at 9 o'clock. And we kind of co-host for each other. For right, like and you fill an hour, time for each other. Half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, right. Okay, so mm-hmm. this morning I'm listening. Uh-huh. I really don't know what I did. That was so bad. Oh, I was I'm trying to think. I was hot. I was like, man, if I was in there right now, I'd be yelling at Rami. What was this about? Y- you? Uh-huh. Hey, what What you said. <laughs> what did I say? So I'm listening to the morning show, and they're talking about, I don't know if you heard this, AR. They're talking about a foul ball being hit into the stands. Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. I heard about them talking about this uh, on his show yesterday, also with oh, him and Sam.
4: okay. I didn't hear that. So- they're talking on Bart show about if a ball comes in the stands, do you give it to a kid that's mm-hmm. sitting next to you or nearby, mm-hmm. or do you keep the ball? Mm-hmm. Now, I've known Rami's stance on this forever and a day. It's always been the same. I'm keeping the I'm ball. Keep my ball, yeah. Your ball, Big my Selfish. Ball. Right. And that's, why, as uh-huh. part of, that's one of the many reasons we call him Big Selfish. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So I, I knew going in that was going to be his take when this came up. Right. Not mad at you for that. What I'm mad at you for is your reasoning behind it and what you said after that made me irate. You said, quote, okay. I will not be peer pressured no, into giving somebody a ball. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. i will be pressured into such a thing. No. Yeah, this dude went to Alabama. I wasn't peer pressured. into an ocean. I wasn't peer pressured. With Sharknado or whatever Sh- him and Sam were talking Sharkana. about. Sharkano. whatever. Mm-hmm. And Evan as the lead actor is fabulous, by the way. Good job, Sam. <laughs> that That... Is amazing that you go into the ocean. No pressure, though. I wasn't saying that. The man who gets physically ill when he hears country music goes and spends a night in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. But you did I- not succumb to peer pressure. Can I reply? You
2: must be kidding. Can me. I reply? What? I wasn't peer pressured to go into the ocean. You need to stop. I chose to go into the ocean. No,
4: no way. On my own volition. No, if you and me were on that trip together, you never would have went into the ocean. If you alcohol and me involved, were in that trip, you never would have agreed to go to Nashville. Alcohol, we would
2: have drove straight back. Alcohol was involved. And I told you. There were other things involved, too. I told you, you when, need to stop. when we went to Nashville that we didn't. I didn't listen to any country music. I got uncomfortable walking down the strip. And then we walked a little bit off the strip. We found a little bar. Quiet little bar. One dude with his guitar, not playing country music. So the people you were there with and had a few drinks, went to Nashville and listened to no country. We music. didn't listen to any. country. Not not like we didn't like sit down and hear any. When you're walking down the street, hear
4: it all. You can't over. help but to hear
2: it all over when you're walking yes. down the strip. Right. And I got uncomfortable. And so we went away from that. Why would fun- you
4: agree to go to Nashville to begin with if you hate country music? Because I wanted barbecue. You had barbecue sitting there in Alabama. You didn't eat. Again, I don't believe you. I had to pick a city to pit stop in on the way back. Nashville is the halfway point. Many cities. Nashville is the halfway point. Louisville is a beautiful city. Good barbecue in Louisville. That's what I hear. They got Fifth Street, I think it's called. The entertainment district. We actually
2: talked about that. Maybe should have stopped in Louisville. Louisville is awesome. But he was out
4: of town. They have like one of the best pedestrian bridges ever in the history of the world. That is amazing that I love going on. bridges. Oh, this thing's, like, maybe a couple miles long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It lights up, it plays music. No. Oh, that's awesome. There's some pedestrian bridge in
2: Minneapolis that a lot of people walk over, and I was like, let me go do that. And I I literally stopped halfway to have a panic attack. <laughs> well, what was it made out of? <laughs> it's an old br- It's like, you know, it's an old bridge. It's like brick and metal. It's like, a, it's a big, it's a sturdy bridge. A lot of people walk on okay. it every day. I don't know what it's. It's the same part of my brain that takes over when I get on a plane. I literally stopped halfway across this bridge and like hunched over and had a panic attack. And I was like, all right, let's finish this thing off. Oh my God. <laughs> so you didn't go back the other way across it then no I' f- I kept going the same way I went and then I there's like a, a path that goes down under the bridge like along the river and, and then you took that and way. then back up to where I parked you yeah, took that yeah, way. I took that way
4: yeah there's no way coming back the other way you no. go across one way because <laughs> this one you go from Indiana to Kentucky over oh, a body I know of that water. bridge
2: I know that bridge so it's in Jeffersonville yeah, yeah, yeah. Indiana mm-hmm. I think it's called yeah there's a
4: great restaurant there you got know, the they call that portion of K- chicken Kentucky I don't know. That little
2: area there where Kentucky...
4: Jeffersonville, Indiana is pretty cool uh, little town. But anyways, so you take that bridge over and then you go right into Louisville or whatever the case may
2: be. I'm not good with bridges. I don't know what it is. Every time I go over the Hone Bridge, I'm gripping that steering wheel, boy.
4: I always love it it. because Kay also hates bridges. Mm And when we get ready to go over a bridge and Uh she sees there's construction on said bridge as we're going over it, she goes nuts. Yeah, it's not fun. There's one uh, in the Quad Cities uh, down in Iowa that we go over for baseball. Oh, she hates it. Hates it every single time. I have
6: a story about that. When we were younger, we used to go and visit my grandparents when they would uh, spend their winters in Florida. Sure. They would be down south of Tampa, a little place called Palmetto, just north of Bradenton. And we have to go over the, shun- sunshine. the Sunshine Skyway Bridge. Oh, I know that
2: bridge. It's long,
6: yeah. and there is a segment of it right in the middle where it gets tall, yeah. tall, tall, tall. So you yeah. can see the whole Tampa Bay and then the Gulf of Mexico. And I have no problem with it. I like heights. I Well, to a certain extent. I like Six Flags, and I don't mind like roller coasters and stuff like that. I don't mind like
2: roller coasters. That's a weird thing. That's a weird thing about me. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, go. No, that's there's right. a lot more than that, Rami. <laughs> go, go, so, so, so
6: to finish the story, we're going over the bridge the first time, and I'm about nine years old, and my sister is six, and she didn't know at the time, but she is terrified of, for whatever reason, exclusively bridges. Mm-hmm. There's something about a bridge that she can't handle, mm-hmm. and we, we we didn't know because we were like toddlers and kids that there's this giant bridge in florida (laughs) and it's a toll booth so you pay the toll and you can't turn back and you can't turn back you're stuck so we start going up 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 and my sister freaks out she is writhing in the back seat of the car and that's making my mom nervous because she's driving and now the wind's blowing and i'm just kind of sitting there with my teethy smile like I'm about to die
2: right now.
6: <laughs> I had so many
2: plans.
6: I haven't kissed a girl. I don't even like that yet. But we did make it to Frog Creek Campground and had a wonderful time. That's, uh, that's, that's a good story. That's a really good How'd story. How would you get back? How did we get back? Yeah. Well, we took the long way back. We okay. went 41. So you didn't go over the My bridge My mom got was got like, it. we're not doing this again. We're going 41. We're going to go mom. around into Tampa. Stopped at Ybor City. Shout out Ybor City. Fine cigars. Nice, nice. You were nine. What do you mean? Smoking cigars at oh nine. Oh, my goodness. grandpa didn't care. He was like- Hey Shunny, you want to take a half of a Cuban?
4: Sure, Grandpa.
6: See you. Good. You, you and Rami, are very similar. You smoking
4: cigarettes at like four, so you and Rami have got a lot more in common than you actually realize. And there is photo proof of huh? like Rami. How you make it sound like I was a smoker? Yeah, hey. like I, I didn't
2: just get my hands on a cigarette one day and take a picture to look cool. Like I was, I was going through a pack. Like I was a five year old. Like yeah, pass me that pack of smokes, kid. I, I've only Give got it one picture. <laughs>
4: your aunt patty and selma are coming over for dinner tonight where the marlboros
2: you say Rami- Robbie <laughs> was smoking when he was five uh, like it was a habit of mine already well we don't know we, we don't know uh robbie what's coming up on the show today on the show today steve sparky Five. you know this is the best start ever for the milwaukee brewers
4: through 44 games i did not what does it mean sparky Ah yes. What does it mean? We were trying to get to a topic like said thing, and Gary and Leroy and I got completely sidetracked for a half hour, and it never <laughs> happened. So I'm glad you're going to do a similar said topic today. So we'll do that. Yeah, that's we'll good. Ask
2: what does it mean. I, you, uh, you understand the, start of the show.
4: Part of the reason we got sidetracked was because we were talking about the race you lost to me on the air during the big show. Why'd that come up? And then it got brought up that you still owe Gary a, a grass cutting that never though. happened as well. I don't though. And Gary's like, that's good because this yard is much bigger, and I have a hill that's a pain in the butt. So I never. Agree. He that. said he'll be reaching out to you. We pulled the tape and I never agreed uh, to it. I'm just telling you. So it's... no. So we'll talk about that out of the gates.
2: Also at 3.30, Will Salmon, who covers the Brewers for The Athletic, he'll be here 4 o'clock. I like Will Salmon. I do too. We'll talk about Jordan Love. What do Packers fans want out of Jordan Love at this point? To be traded. To be traded, you think? That's one of the options. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Draft mockery at 4.45. Oh, you want to do draft mockery today? Um,
4: no. 4.45? 4.45, draft mockery today. Mm, we go 4.30, I can do it. Why does it got to be 4.30? It's cause it's 4.45 440 every day. day. Five. I will be in the process of picking up the boy from school. You know what? That's so that means right. I may have to get in and out of the car and all of that, and then that's going to screw you all up.
2: We'll get a listener. We'll get a listener to do it. Because sometimes I could do 4:45. I don't think you could even do the topic I want to do today.
4: Oh, listen, this, this is nice. Sadly, Way to insult
2: me after I say no. Sadly, unfortunately, uh, Ray Liotta passed away today. So Dead. I, I wanted to draft uh, mob movies, mafia movies.
4: Oh, like Godfather, Goodfellas, yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, that's a good one. So I want to do that too. Are me. there enough to that do that, feels- that oh, many? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I probably couldn't come up with that many. If you do the whole, I
2: mean, there's three Godfathers. Oh, so you're not right. going to do
4: just a tri- uh, all of no, them. No, no, no. You're no. going to do them individually. Yeah, exactly. So some of could have one, some you could have two, some we could have three. Mm-hmm. So you could be all across. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense then.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.